Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Welcome to the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. My name is Brendan Bonsack. 3CR is sending this out from the unceded land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders and freedom fighters past, present and into the future. In today's show I'll be chatting with the director of Melbourne Spoken Word, Annie Sola, about some of the ways that poets have been keeping connected during the COVID pandemic and the enforced isolation that shut down live gigs across the city. To kick us off, a poem from Anna Fern, penned during the early days of the unfolding coronavirus emergency. So, on the question of what sustains you during isolation and lockdown, I know I've got a couple of nice cats, and I also have an ISO garden. Um, So, it's just watching the little things that keeps my mind off the big things and I generally try and not be glued to the news all day either. So this poem is called Watching a Praying Mantis During Isolation, the 20th of January 2020. A gusty northwesterly, the sweet pink and white geranium faces turn violent. She's a spring green exclamation mark, shaken onto the red brick. Fallen garden angel. She has the raised hands of a pianist, serifed tips extended. She sways and lifts each slender leg, reaches up, clasps the vine. Each articulated step measures and checks the geometry of stem and branch, settles under a curled leaf, swivels her triangle head, dreams robotic rockabye dreams, sways to the music of the afternoon, the sprawling cat sharpening his claws, a wattle bird's wheezy protest, distant train, hum of the Eltona refinery, creak of a door, clank and bubble from the kitchen, radio news, indistinct talk of an epidemic, nearer the rattle and scrape of autumn leaves. You're listening to 3CR Community Radio. 855 AM. Tune in to Imagining Disability Justice, 3CR's International Day of People with Disability broadcast on 3rd of December. From 7 AM to 7 PM, we're making space for disabled visionaries to discuss the pandemic year that was, abolition and building a better future. For details, visit 3cr.org.au forward slash Disability Day 2020. Sometimes I write ultra short poems and the title's a little frame for the poem. 
first one's called Quiet Please. If the walls could talk, there'd be more earplugs sold. <laughs> Solitude, an attempt at pest control. I'm going to read you two more ultra short poems. Again, the title, which is a frame. This one's called Erections. Some are hardy, some are hardly. <laughs> this next ultra short poem. This next ultra-short poem, the title, In the Hardware Store. Bald men admiring the heads of mops. <laughs> One theory. An ironing board is just a surfboard that's become a conservative. <laughs> I'm just going to finish with an aphoristic poem. Uh, if you've liked any of the poems, please buy one of my books. Then I could maybe get an Uber home or something. Um, so this one's called Some Observations and a Wish. Time is lost more often than it's found. Be wary of having too many intentions. Make the rut you're in as uncomfortable as possible. Don't dwell in dark places unless it's to gain empathy for those who dwell in dark places. No one is born with a conscience. One person's misbehaviour is another person's missed behaviour. Real progress will occur once we've turned dandruff into a fuel. During your life, the speed with which you remove your clothes may vary. <laughs> if pigs could fly, there'd be less bacon. <laughs> to ants, a twig is a battering ram. May your mind resist the impulse to be a closed fist. Thank you. We forget that everyone is essential, that there are no non-essential people, that even when everything shuts down, someone is still working to make sure we all don't give up, I don't know. 
how many front lines make up the front, but there's a whole lot of bodies trying not to give up. We forget that trauma is not always resilient. We forgot that the sound of sirens is still the soundtrack to the hood, and if you get out, this is still what it sounds like to be black in the hood, even before anyone ever mentioned racial disparities on the news. Everything has been dying to live here. Some of us have to try harder than others. Talam AC says, maybe this is God's work. I talk to God so much, sometimes I have to go ahead and answer myself. We forgot to be patient. We forgot that God is love. We forget how to love. We forgot to patiently love ourselves. We forget we call people with mental illnesses crazy if they talk to themselves. We forget there is no one way to pray. We forget that some people only know one way to pray. We forgot what prayer can do, but no poems like the back of our hands. We forget that some people have only ever had their hands and a poem acted as a prayer to save us. We forgot how to be gentle and human. We forget that the loom of suffering does not mean survival every day. We forget how to do something, but still manage to be believers. We remember fight or flight, but somehow we forget that some people freeze. My friend Buddy says, he's not afraid to die, he just doesn't want it to hurt, but sometimes I don't know who I am without it. I am only ever sure of what's constant. One of my friends died during all of this, in this moment in time. One day she was here and the next day she wasn't. There were only 10 people allowed at the burial service. I was one of the chosen standing socially freezing. What I mean is, I've gotten good at being by myself. I just don't wanna die alone. We forget that some people have only ever felt alone. We forgot we need each other. We forget we are all essential, that there are no non-essential people. Distance does not make the heart grow fonder. We forgot about skin hunger. We forgot that some of us are aching to be touched. It's been X amount of days since I've gotten to see my partner's face. We forget how time works. We forgot that time doesn't measure how much you miss someone. All my body knows is it needs its person. We forget that in this lifetime, there are people who have been waiting for what feels like an entire lifetime. We forgot that some people have savings. We forgot that some people had to deplete their entire savings and still have rent and school and bellies and the bills come and don't stop coming. We forgot that some people still haven't caught up. We know that capitalism is king and elitists have power, but we forget to be grateful. We forget that being grateful and being satisfied are not synonymous. We forget that some people have only ever known the struggle when people say it's hard out here. Some of us are not making it up. We know how to make a way. Real gods make do, but it's like that one poet said, if we're silent about our pain, they'll kill us and say we enjoyed it, so maybe. We forgot to stay ready for what's been trying to kill us. We forget that some people aren't safe at home, but still stay home because they can't leave. And I haven't forgotten about them. I just remembered I don't know what more to do. Sometimes I forget how good I got it. Other times I forget to cry. Mostly for me, crying has never solved anything. I forget that softness is not a weakness and crying doesn't have to cleanse everything. I forgot that I needed a break.
that if not for this, I would have just kept going despite myself. I forget I have needs, and one of them is being mindful of taking care of me. I forgot how to be present, and being present and honest should not leave me stuck. I forgot how to celebrate my own self even when no one can join me. I need to know who I am when no one is watching. Sometimes I think I wrote this poem because I'll never forget. Other times I know I wrote this because of how easily we forget. That was Ebony Stewart with How We Forget COVID-19 Files. And before that, Peter Bukowski, two artists who featured in two very different Melbourne Spoken Word Festival opening nights. 2020 saw the MSW Festival go completely online, rather than the usual sold-out and packed live venue that Peter performed in front of. To speak about how MSW has fared this year, I'm joined by their director, Annie Solar. Thanks for having me. How's 2020 been? I think it's been a pretty interesting year. Obviously, it's been not so great, like not being able to be in venues and like being in the same room as poets and like kind of experiencing that live audience feel. But I think it did give a lot of gigs like an opportunity to like try out online gigs and streaming and other ways of reaching audiences. For MSW, we've kind of just been plodding along I guess and waiting for that time when we can like do gigs in person again we did the festival and we've done fresh voices online and they've been pretty successful and like um we've gotten like a lot of people watching it and like it's been a way for the community to still like connect with each other which has been good but yeah it kind of misses that like in-person thing that like you kind of get off on the energy of like seeing people in person and we don't really have that at the moment are you missing it? Yeah, I'm missing the, like, getting up and doing a brand new poem to, like, fresh faces, that kind of stuff. I miss quite a lot. Um, I mean, it's easier to organize an online gig than an in-person gig, though. Um, like, I don't even have to leave my house. I kind of just stay at my computer, turn on my lights and turn on my camera, and, like, there we are, we're there. But it's not really the same. I guess there'd be another advantage, too. It would be cheaper. Yeah. Don't have to pay for venues flights that kind of stuff and probably more accessible yeah there's definitely like like more international audiences can tune in or whatever but even like people in melbourne i think people have had a chance to go to gigs that they wouldn't usually be able to get to go to or if they've got kids or something or or any kind of disability where they can't really get out that much like that kind of stuff helps but i feel like there's still the other side of it is there's like a technological accessibility that like affects some people like some people aren't as like versed in like facebook lives and twitches and zoom calls and that kind of stuff so some people i feel like we've missed some people because they haven't really been able to access that as easily as other people so the msw prize this year will be off the table i guess yeah what's happening instead yeah well because because um we can't really have we don't really have enough gigs to nominate for convenience to nominate people from um and like we can't really have a gig where we're like all together or whatever uh, we decided to replace it with a gala 
which is essentially like we've gotten poets um, kind of nominated from a bunch of the gigs from this year and last year to um, to come together just for a night of like um, pre-recorded videos, pre-recorded poems to present together as like a way to kind of get together online at the end of the year to kind of celebrate poetry and like acknowledge like the different parts of the poetry scene, I guess, in one night. Um, and that's another thing that's been interesting. People have been attending open mics through pre-recorded videos. Yeah, I think it's like a better way to kind of polish a performance than say like over a Zoom call or whatever because sometimes you don't know what's going to happen in a Zoom call. Like the mic kind of cuts out or something or yeah, you can't really like prepare as much. You're kind of just limited to what when you've got your webcam or whatever. They're rather like for pre-recorded stuff you can film somewhere else like out in your backyard or um or with a better mic or something like that. If you were to imagine the ideal software for an open mic poetry gig, what would it be? I feel like there's like combinations of like Zoom and Discord and like a couple of other like some of the live streaming software that's like there's like bits of um bits of each of them that like have advantages and disadvantages and like I'd take a bit of of like Discord and Zoom and then like put them together to make some sort of platform but I think the thing that's the open mic is missing is like that audience interaction um and Twitch has it with the emotes um which are pretty pretty cool like a lot of Twitch streams like have the like the whole chat box is filled with emotes which is a good way to react to poems but and then on the other hand you have like zoom which is like sometimes if you have the audience in the zoom call like you can see everyone's faces or whatever but like some sort of mix of both where it's like you can control i guess what the audience does and like how they can react and but still having them there would kind of kind of be cool um and being able to buy the poet a drink and have it delivered to them uh, yeah um oh they have that on twitch like um you can buy people food and like have it sent to the streamer or whatever which i have like seeing some of my friends get like delivered like a burger or whatever whilst they're on stream, which is fun. It's been interesting watching the online stuff because like some ways it's like easier to monetize it or get like donations or support or whatever. But then on the other hand, like, cause the expectation is like you could access all this stuff for free. Sometimes you don't always have the financial support you need. Whereas like at a live gig, you could charge $5 or something on the door just kind of cover costs or pay the poets or whatever. Um, so when is the gala happening? Um, on Friday, December 4, um, live on our Twitch channel, um, twitch.tv slash melb, spoken word, M-E-L-B, spoken word. Um, yeah, from 7 o'clock. Um, you just type in the channel link and then um, anyone can access it. You just need a Twitch account if you want to, like, comment or, or cheer or donate or whatever. Um, you need a Twitch account for that. Um, but other than that, you can just like tune in and watch. Any hints on who we can expect to see? Um, you can see the winner of the Australian Poetry Slam, Ren Alessandra. Uh, the winner of the Vic Slam, Andy Stewart. Um, and then a few other like familiar faces, I guess, that you would have missed, I guess, throughout 2020 that you 
would have seen at other gigs or whatever. Um, so that'll be exciting to see. Well, thanks for keeping us up to date. No worries. You're listening to 3CR 855 AM, the voice of the community. 3CR, community radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976. That summer was the best. I Just Wanna Sing was pretty much on repeats and every time track 11 played, we'd lock eyes and share a secret smile. That track was us. And for a while, I really thought that we would flow forever. We used to talk deeply. Daily, but daily soon became weekly, and weekly became monthly, until suddenly, it was rarely. I heard the rumours, but paid no mind. They said that you had lost your mind and could not find it. They labelled it schizophrenia, brought about by a drug-induced psychosis. How did I not notice? You locked yourself away from reality. I missed you. As your memory fragmented, you no longer trusted me or anyone. Your thoughts went to war with your emotions and our friendship was just one casualty. As you fell to pieces, so too did my heart. You started scaring people, becoming unpredictable and violent. I knew you must have been frightened. Delusions fed your confused state. They said you were dangerous. You, my mate, the gentle giant, they locked you up and pumped you full of drugs. I didn't know what to do or how to help. I tried to reach you, but you had already traveled too far into darkness and could no longer see my light. You used to speak with passion and fight. But as time went by, you died inside. And I, I selfishly mourned the loss of our friendship. Your shattered dreams left me with lacerations, wounded and filled with anger. I'd listen to DMX on repeat. The Great Depression saved me from depression through expression. Devastated. Guilty. Confused. I was vexed. Why you? What did you ever do? Were you cursed? Were you hexed? You deserved a fair shot at your dreams too. Didn't you? You were the rose that tried to grow but never made it through the concrete. I will never forget those sweet summers. I miss you. If you're wrestling with feelings of anxiety, worry and depression, we would like to encourage you to call Wellways Helpline. Wellways Helpline is a volunteer support and referral service that provides information to people experiencing mental health issues or other disabilities. Wellways Helpline is a national service and operates Monday to Friday, 9am to 9pm, excluding public holidays. If you feel it would be helpful to talk to someone about these issues during this difficult period, please call Wellways Helpline on 1300 111500. That's 1300 111500. Wellways supports 3CR. You are on the Spoken Word Show on 3CR Community Radio. The piece we just heard before was Miss Yankee with The Rose That Never Grew. Poetry scene is slowly beginning to come out of lockdown, and one gig about to start back live is Poetry Spective, with an event on the 8th of December at Pride of Footscray. Check out their Facebook page, Poetry Spective, for details. Poetry Spective is run by Lish Sketch and Colin Clark, and has been keeping the engine running all through the pandemic with a fortnightly online version of the show. To finish our program today, this is Vicky Mealings from this week's online poetry perspective, followed by Jennifer Hudson singing a well-known tune. I am Brendan Bonsack. Thank you for listening. My child sings golden slumbers in her room. 
I tell her it's by the Beatles. I show her a picture of them. I tell her that two of them are dead and the other two are old men now. She first heard the song on a movie and we both agree it sounds much better when sung by a woman. I wish I still had my Abbey Road vinyl. My mother gave it to me for my ninth birthday. An unforgettable gesture. Times were simpler. Today, the president wondered aloud if injecting bleach could help cure the plague. What would John Lennon have made of that if only he wasn't shot dead in a land where owning a gun is an indiscriminate right, but a living wage isn't? To think that he was so happy when he finally got his green card. You need a lot more than love. Somewhere a black woman desperately scrubs out racist graffiti at the local playground till her fingers bleed because no one else will do it. We always knew that there would eventually be another plague, but it's still a shock, like the first cold winds of winter after a long summer. I see flashbacks of a little infant coughing uncontrollably, isolated in a negative pressure room with monitors. I try to tell people we wear masks to protect others and not ourselves from a lonely, suffocating illness. No one listens. I miss my lovers. To feel their flesh, to drink their kisses. My dreams are apocalyptic, prophesying war. A monstrous sense of longing in each and every one of them. Dreams evaporate when you can't see a future. College is too expensive. Only the rich can get their teeth fixed. Don't get cancer, you'll end up living in your car. There is a lot of advice about how to keep working through chemo and none about what to do if you can't. Maybe we are not as good at getting on with things as our forefathers were. Outside the silence is broken by emergency sirens and inside we are still comfortable. We have all the food we need for now. Get back home.